Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up? Fuck We're good. This we're is good. take three. That's why you're oh. standing in the background saying we're good. This is take three. <laughs> Mona, you want to tell us why we had to go past take two? Well, <laughs> Deanna's reverting back to his old times of muting me, I guess. I don't know. Scared him last week because I was too loud. I don't know. You never sass the man that controls the microphone volume. <laughs> God, seriously, we're, we're I didn't not... say anything with take two. That was that me. Was that me. was him. <laughs> we, we're we doing take one, and we're like nine minutes uh... in. And all of a sudden, Dan throws his headphones out the window and stomps off, blowing. And we're, me and Mona and I are going, what? What's and going on? It's really impressive when you realize that the window doesn't open. So right. <laughs> I may have stretched it a little bit. <laughs> a little hyperbole. So anyway, so then take two. So then we get going and take two, man. And I am. Does I, it again. Yeah. And then Dan does it again. And it's like, what happened now? And he's like, a muted moment. <laughs> See? But I'm getting quicker. Yes, you are. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's all yes. perspective. I, yeah. I know what it is. You wanted to hear yourself talk in that I intro. I did that intro. I go home sometimes and just play and it. Right. Play it. You should. You should. So and what's up about there, podcast land? Man, we're so glad you guys are with us today. If, if we ever listening, get through it, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we're getting warmed up. Well, they don't now. get the practice ones, do they? Those are, no, they no. don't get the practice. Oh no, we <laughs> will archive that. They can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Not uh, even for we put out the blooper reel. Yeah. Oh goodness! So we're so thankful uh, that you guys are uh, listening, and we are recording, and Mona is not muted. That's right. Check, so, check and check. Check, check and check. So my name is Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Mary Baptist Church. Got my home slice, Miss Mona. Here and on. <laughs> you made her say more than one word, Dan. Way to go. You're welcome, America. <laughs> and the world. And the world. So and then over there, the guy on the board. Not sure if he knows how it works fully, but I was about to say former audio technician <laughs> of, of producer DJ Dan. <laughs> So quickly, we'll get this back out there. So one of the great things when we were in the middle of talking, Goose of Grace. Goose of Grace is coming out. It's coming out. We're recording next week, and it will drop the following Monday. Are we sure? Yes. Yes, we are sure. I'm speaking it into existence. (laughs) Are we sure you're going to actually hit the record button? (laughs) If not, I'm going to do both voices and recreate it. Just wait till you hear my drool. Now, that would be funny. That would be funny. So, hey, be looking for that Monday week, as we said, that the old timers say. Monday week will drop the Goose of Grace. Hey, seriously, I'm, I'm right excited about that. And um, so, good, we're in Psalm 1. Psalm 1 again. So, as we said, next week we're going to be doing your favorite psalm, which is 176 verses. <laughs> Don't scare them. Mona is going to just read them all. Dan and I will just say, hey, and then we're going to turn over to Mona. She's going to read for the next Half Again, hour. he's exaggerating. No, that's Stretching what's going to happen. It's 176. Bit. I may or may not mute your mic. Your <laughs> we'll see how it goes. So, hey, here's what we're going to do. So glad. So, anything going on? Great. Anything? This summer's almost over. Yeah. Couple more days. Couple more. Well. Well, when this drops, the kids are back in <laughs> school. I was about to say, yeah, school starts tomorrow. Me. 
Oh, well, that's oh, all. Well, Tyler, <laughs> are you asking about world. us? We're just living here, Did, man. Are you not asking how we are? Yeah. What's up with our lives? Yes, so we have a couple more days. True, true, true. So when's your son coming home from his um, intern? Well, next week sometime. I don't know when. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Maybe be 24 hours with us and it goes off to school. You know, I don't right. know. That's okay. Yeah. What That's a weird world that I'm counting down to see how it is because when once they go off to college, it's it's, all it's different. It's different. Yeah, it is it's crazy weird. different. It is. Yep. And then when they get married and have a kid, it's crazy different, and it's just it's always crazy. And different. he said he's not. What he's looking forward to coming home to is his GameCube. So I don't know. That was a fantastic <laughs> console. I agree. It's great. Yep. I mean, you're nice. And he everything, just bought Mama, one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I never really got into video games, so well. I would not know. So anyway, hey, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Dan is going to pray. I got this. And then Mona is going to read. Yep. And then I shall recap us <laughs> until halfway through this. Okay? <laughs> and then, man, it w- this is a great psalm. It is. It is. It's one of my favorites. Um, you, it's funny how you remember things. I remember the first time I heard this preached. Yeah. You guys know I grew up in church, saved at a very young age. Um Love the Lord and and always love the Lord, but there was a point where I went to the far country, mm-hmm. and I hadn't been back in, in in for lack of better keeping that context the the country of Jesus, if you will. <laughs> um, Noah didn't have to get resaved, you know. I was truly saved back in the day, but when I came back to the Father, one of the first sermons I heard back was this psalm, and mm. I'm thinking, why have I never heard this before? Mm. This was it just radically blew my mind and I was about to say that's a great message to hear coming when Oh yeah, man. When you're right there coming back from and it's that. like yeah. wow. So that's that's one, you know, just a little Hank stroll down memory lane. Um that it was really good. So anyway, Dan pray. Yeah, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time where we can share your word. Uh, and we thank you for the fact that your word never returns void, that we could read it time and time again every time we'll we'll find some new truth. Uh, that you have for us that applies to our life. Heavenly Father, we just pray that this podcast go out to those who need to hear it and that your glory and your power and your name be lifted up above all else. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Amen. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Well, you know, this is, as I said, one of our takes. <laughs> this is one the book that I'll never write about. <laughs> um, but it goes from the negative point of view that there is a certain way that you should not live. There, right. there are certain people that you shouldn't be associated with right. that are going to literally drag you down and they're going to try to do all they can to walk you away from the ways of the Lord. Yep. And I, I think that is prevalent in society today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of people wanting to question the authority of the Word of God, question whether Jesus was real, although there's more historical evidence for all of that than than most other historical facts that right. we take. Um, so you just you know it's that whole negative 
blessed who doesn't walk in the way, nor stand in the way, or walk in the council, stand in the way, or sit in the seat. So there's, so he says, this is one time that there's a bunch of no-nos. Don't right. do this. Right. Don't allow yourself to go down that path uh, because quickly you can become like Eve who lived in perfection right. and she walked down that in the council of the ungodly, right. the, the enemy. Right. And then she stood there and continued to talk. Yes. And then the next thing you know, she's basically sitting in the seat there and she's like him going, well, I want it now. Right. Because everything about her began to desire, you know, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes and pride of life. Right. All those were prevalent quickly. Yes. So not every walk to the dark side, as it were, takes a while. Right. Some occur quickly. Yes. Any thoughts? Right. Um, well, just in, in thinking about when it talks about the wicked, just thinking about those are the ones who are um, disobedient and living without God. And so as we, then when, as we think about the righteous as being talked about, that that is someone who is right living in the eyes of God. And so to think about, you had mentioned in one of our takes... <laughs> <laughs> how it says in first john about you know not being friends with the world and, and oh, yeah. when you're friends with the world then you Actually, are James. At, at, oh sorry um enmity with god and yeah. so you know i think we we need to hang on to that because yes. being a friend of the world we might think well i'm not being wicked mm-hmm. you know because we might have a definition of wicked in our head that is you know those who are um truly awful quote unquote in that as we view them but the reality is the wicked is just somebody who is not living right with god and so um and so we could very easily fall into those steps um if we are not careful yeah we say things like oh it's just a little pot right that's like just a little pregnant right right it ain't no such thing or we say you know i i i'm not a murderer so you know i'm okay well you know if you're living in with you know Hatred. Hatred and anger and, right, so, I mean, Jesus talks Jesus about say? all that, right? We just dealt same, with it. Right, he said it's same. murder right. in your heart because you hate right. something like that. Then he goes on, and then he really quickly gives you the the flip side. Yes. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and, and I told you that, that it has your full affection. Mm-hmm. And his, his law, he meditates, which means your full attention. So, really, what I think this first part, tells us if i were to sort of draw a net around just this first little couplet of two verses is where's your heart yes where's your focus where's your heart mm-hmm. is it on the world and the things of the world and you're letting somebody smooth talk you or is it flat on jesus yes. and his word right yep that you cannot have them both mm-hmm. because if you have one the other is not going to be. I love the song we sang yesterday as an invitation. Turn your eyes upon yep. Jesus, mm-hmm. right. and the things of this, this world, world look yep. strangely dim. Yep, yep. The world will not have anything for you. You know, I, I'm just being honest. Um, man, I, I'm not in a rush to get to heaven, but I'm ready to get to right. heaven. Yep. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And it's because this world really has nothing to offer. Right. Yeah, I want to see. You know, I love my grandchild. You know, and, and that, and and meeting other ones and meeting new friends and having the opportunity to to win folk to Jesus. That's amazing and awesome. Yep. Yes. But man, nothing compares to the moment that we see Jesus. Yep. And, and, you know, I literally just preached a funeral less than a couple hours ago. Mm -hmm. And I kept harping on that, that this gentleman who had died was a believer and he now sees Jesus yes. face to face. Yeah. And I always want to blow your minds with this. And he will now, for all eternity, 
live that way. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Yep. For all eternity, That's let that just yeah. right. sink in. Right. right. He'll never know another moment of suffering. He'll never know another moment of of pain and heartache. He will live in perfection forever. Forever. Yep. yep. That's not a bad deal. No, not at all. <laughs> I'll Con- take it. Yeah, contrast that with what the enemy has for you. <clears throat> right. Yep. So, And then we go on to this next little couplet, if you will, that he's like a tree. And I talked about, I gave you some um, some peas <laughs> about the tree, that it, the permanence that it's planted and that it's by streams of water. That's its position. So it's fully being watered all the time. Mm-hmm. Then the, the productivity of it, that it yields its fruit in its season. So then that's sort of where we stop. And then I want you to, we're gonna, this is where we're going to pick up. And its leaf does not wither. That's perpetuity. Right. It is constantly in a state of producing fruit. Right. Yeah. Now, we have seasons in America uh-huh. and across the land. When you're in, God's word has no season. God's right. word right. works all the time. Yeah. God's yeah. word, whether you are in a valley or you are on the mountaintop, if you have his word, is going to keep producing the ultimate results mm-hmm. that God has for you. Right. And isn't that the um, the beauty of this psalm as we were talking about um uh, how meaningful it is and that um, that we can cling to the truths yeah. of if we are clinging to God and his word, then we can cling to these truths and, and that we will not, even though no matter what we're going through, we will not have seasons <clears throat> where we're not producing fruit or we're not having our, that we're, our leaves wither, that, that we will always be in season, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and, and what truth and promise to hold on to. Yeah, if your leaf starts withering, mm-hmm. it's because you're not plugged in anymore. Right. Yep. Yes. Yes. You've yes. uprooted yourself and right. you've moved. It's not because God... The Bible says, he said in Isaiah, and it's repeated, I think the writer of Hebrews says it, it's now a podcast, <laughs> where he says, my word will not return void, right. yep. but will do what it is set out to accomplish. Right. Yep. Right. Okay. That means every time you come to God's word, it's trying to do something in your life. Yes. It's sort of like my sermon yesterday about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has enough oil, which is a picture, to give you every day. It's an endless supply. But there are times when we as believers reach up and we cut the knob off. Yep. Yep. Same thing here. Right. God says, I want to, daily, I want to produce something in you. Daily, I want to make you more like me. Daily, I want to chisel off something that's of the world in you to make you more heavenly. Yep. There's a statement out there. I don't know whether I agree with it or not. That sometimes we can get so heavenly minded, we're no earthly good. I don't really understand that. Well, did we talk about that in one podcast? We may have. I I just don't don't get it. Right. No. And if we did, I'm bringing it back. Well, no. I read it the other day again. Yeah, and I mean, because we need to be heavenly minded or we will be no earthly good. Yeah. Because, you know, our minds, I mean, we're told to have our mindset on Christ and on the things above and not on the things of the earth. And if Hello. We, right, <laughs> and if we don't, then um, we're not doing what God wants us to do, and so we're not of any good down here so it's really not an accurate thing. And, and i mean i read it from one of the, the <clears throat> big deals no. you know one of his books that i just finished reading one of the big mm-hmm. deals and he said and i was thinking i just don't get it maybe i'm right. wrong because i'm right. the nobody <laughs> you know but how do you get that point man i want to spend some time there i want to be that heavenly minded right 
right. You know, if that's the case, I want to be that heavenly minded at some <laughs> right, point. Right. What you got over there, producer? I, you know, I don't know. A couple of thoughts. Uh, so before I go back further, I think that statement the the only t- the only application I've ever seen for that is this idea that there are people who are so busy being pious that they're not they're not working for the kingdom here. But my argument against that is then are they really heavenly minded? Right. 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 I'll get ready to light like you up over there. Right. 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 I'm glad you had something I was getting ready to go back at you, brother. And you know I love you dearly, but we were about to throw down up in here. But that but I think that's where people get misconstrued is they think, oh well well being pious is no, that's not being heavenly minded. That's righteousness. Exactly. That's Pharisaical. But but I think that's the trap people fall into. The other part of it is that I just want to go back a dangerous thing that I've seen so much over i mean really the last five or ten years probably is this idea that somehow god's word is outdated it was written you know for a specific culture that it no longer applies anymore and the problem is this if it was ever real truth then it's still truth that's the definition of truth yeah. it can't change or else it won't be true anymore so the what's so dangerous about saying that is is it seems very like oh yeah things change and but what you're really saying is the word of God was never true. Yeah. And, and I never want to be accused of that. Well, and you know? and well, the thing they try to go to now is like, well, how do we know we have actually what God said? Well, you know, I just, I was, Mona and I were talking before that this book, Truth Matters, that I just finished reading, Daryl Bach and Andreas, and I cannot say his last name because <laughs> it's really long, Castor Meyer or something mm-hmm. like that, and some other guy wrote it. And and there's more evidence and and copied manuscripts from the originals of the Bible mm-hmm. than any other book out there. Yep. Most books average two or three copied from the original right, manuscript. Right. There's like over 500 of the Bible. Yeah. So here's what I'm trying to tell you. The Bible's legit, yo. Yeah. Right. All of you dudes and dudettes that try <laughs> to poke holes in it, wrong. Right. This is God's word. It is truth. Right. And it is unchanging. And anything you add to it, your own agendas, your own yeah. you know causes, just subtracts from that truth. You can't add to that truth because it's already perfect. Yeah. So you're so, watering it you down know, for your own little purpose because you don't want to hear it. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. Or else we'll be here on something totally different. Anyway. <laughs> so then it says, and it, so his leaf did not wither. That's so perpetuity. And all that he does, he prospers. Now, and so that's prosperity. There's the five Ps that I had for that little passage, those two, three verses there. Um, actually, one verse, three lines. <laughs> it does not mean prosperous financially. So yes. often in today's setting, we read the word prosper, yes. and we say, oh, I can get rich. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. Yep. And all you prosperity gospel yes. preachers out there, you're stinking wrong. Yep. I just want you to listen, go to the places that I've been around the mm-hmm. world and yeah. preach that mess and that garbage where I've been. Right. And tell those people, yeah. well, if you believe in Jesus, you ought to be rich. Well, how about this? How about preach it to one more person? Why don't you preach it to Jesus, mm. who the Bible yeah. says had nowhere to lay his head? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. I, I, they just annoy me. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you can't tell, I, I can tell. So yeah. if it's not financial gain, right. What is he talking about? Prosperity, uh. spirituality. Let me give you the answer. 
I was just like, hey. Mona just looked at me for the answer. When has that ever happened? <laughs> she thought it was a trick question. It was not. It just means you're going to. always a trick question coming yeah, well, from you. Yeah. <laughs> it just means you, you're going to prosper spiritually right. and you're going to grow. Well, in the. But in See, there I teeter. And that's the, I mean, that's the trick trap that we fall into or that people fall into is that we think, well, we have what the world defines as success and we have what the world defines as prosperous. And. But that's not God's definition, no. and so we we fall into um, defining it the way the world defines it. And so when the then when it's different, then we think that we're not getting what God has said that He's going to give us. Um, but the reality is, is that that's not what He says. And and even when He talks about you know doing that, you know all things will work for our good. Well, our good is not necessarily what yeah. we define as good, and so we have to make sure. That that we are not making definitions according to the world, but that we are holding on to the definitions of God, um, and and you know we fall into those traps of defining the way our life should be based on the world when that's not what God tells us. Yeah, to your do. life should be defined by the Bible. Yes, absolutely. And your walk with God. Right. And it should be defined by the fruit that you produce. Right. It has legit nothing to do with the money you have in the right. bank account. Can a rich person be a Christian? Yes. Can a poor person be a Christian? Yes. Does any anything of your spirituality have to do with your bank account? No. Right. Outside of, a lot of times, it will show your spirituality. Right. I was about to say, other than how you use it. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, you, you seriously, you can look at somebody, what they think about their walk with God, how he's going to mm -hmm. look at their bank account. Mm -hmm. Where do they spend their money? Right. And do they tithe? Do they give offerings? Right. Or do they hold, you know, I go back to the whole thing of it's hard to put money in a hand that's closed. Yep. If you're squeezing on the what you have, nobody can add to it. Right. You know, so anyway, anything? No. DJ? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm giving that man a whole new name, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> so the wicked, listen here. So and then he goes, and then I love that. And then he goes, reverts right back. Yeah. Yep. The wicked are not so. Yeah. They're nothing. Of, of permanence, those. nothing of position, right. nothing of productivity, nothing of perpetuity. Say that real fast, and nothing of prosperity. Right? They're like chaff. Yes, which is worthless. Say it again. Worthless. So say it one more time, so the people Wh in the back can hear it. <laughs> worthless. Okay. Dead, without substance. Yeah. It's the 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 stuff that the wind blows away. Is it even says the wind drives away? That <laughs> they're. You know, if the if the wind is driving it away, then obviously it's not permanent. Yeah. If the wind is driving it away, then obviously it can't can go on in pros in prosperous or perpetuity or, um. And so it's just the complete opposite. And why would you want to be <clears throat> like that chaff? Yeah. Which is worthless, and not like that tree which is planted and by those streams. Right. Right. You know, I'm kind of a dummy. So I had net like we Well, you've come to the realization we all understand. <laughs> I did not always the that. last to know. Just you know no, I No, but I've I never you, like I I've I've read that second that second half but never connected it to the tree from the first. Yes. And it is such a perfect picture of, of the stark contrast between something that, that literally is alive versus something dead, yep. something yep. that produces versus something that has nothing to offer. And that, that Full honesty, Dan, I, I, I had made it years ago, but now I forgot it. And then when she said I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's that. I was like, oh, wait, there was a tree before. Oh, wait, there's a tree right there. 
So yeah, literally what they would do on the threshing floor is they would take the wheat and they would sort of mess it around, you know, to get the husk to come off, throw it in the air, right. and the wind would just mm. blow the these husks, the chaff away, and the, the wheat and the grain would fall back to the ground because it has weight. Yes. It's not, what do you say? Worthless. Worthless. Say it one more time. Worthless. Okay. Anyway, the wind literally, you can't. You can't drive away a permanent tree that is just go. I tell you what, run and and I get the idea. Of this tree that he's talking about because it's godly. Go to the sequoia trees out in yep. California. Mm-hmm. Let let wind try to blow that bad boy over. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we're not talking about one of those pines that just. Yeah, we're not yeah. talking about yeah. that. We're, we're talking about something. So then, quickly, because the time is running, <laughs> running away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment. Um. Oh, look, I did. I have it written down in my Bible. Notice the difference between the godly and the ungodly. Tree versus chaff. So I told you I had it, but I had forgotten it. It's actually in my notes. Oh, boy. So, Dan, but I had forgotten it. Seriously, I had forgotten it, and I hadn't even read my notes. Okay. Why well, write notes, Hank, if you forget them? So, <laughs> Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. You're not gonna make it right that's what it's really saying yep you're not gonna be able to stand in the judgment why because the bible says every knee will bow yes. and every tongue will confess yep. that jesus is lord yep. you may think you're big and bad and you're gonna stand and beat your chest but when you come face to face with holiness mm-hmm. there's gonna be realization at that point yep. and it's also gonna be a falling on the face yep. right so you will not stand right you're not gonna make it and then the Bible says, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous. Mm-hmm. He has, and the, that word knows there means intimate, oh, I love this, intimate ownership, yep. relationship, and fellowship. Yep. He knows the way of the righteous, and the way of the wicked will perish. So what do you got? Well, he knows the way of the, of the righteous. It, he is knowing. He's yes. constantly looking. Um, he is, understands, and he's watching over. And so it's not just a... Um, you know, you think of the word English word know, and well, I know this. Um, uh, I know this about chemistry, but it's it, like you said, an intimate knowing. It's it's him. He is constantly watching over us. He's constantly looking at us. He's um, he's always aware of what we're dealing with, what our situation is. That's why one of his names is El Roy, and it's my most favorite name. God, the God who sees. I just like to say it, El Roy. <laughs> Because his eye is always on us. He is always watching us. I need to keep it raining. Oh. Um, Dan's about to lose. I'm glad we got one adult in the room. Elroy. <laughs> and so to be known by the Lord is, um, I mean. Crazy amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I put no, absolutely. Out. Absolutely. That, you know, to, um, I mean, really that ought to just stop us in our tracks. Yeah. Because to think that the God that created the world, that created the universe, then knows each one of us personally in that way is just um should stop us in our track i was literally going to say the pretty much the same thing yeah it's crazy if you're thinking like me right i feel for you because <laughs> i'll say the god of creation yep. knows me yep how insane is that right and not only that but you know the word intimate when we think of intimate we think of husband wife mm-hmm. relations mm-hmm. and and pillow talk and all that God wants that type mm-hmm. of intimacy yes, right. yep. with us yep. Yep. where he whispers how much he loves us mm-hmm. and we can bear our soul to him yep. and tell him our hurts and right. tell him our struggles and he doesn't cast us away, man. He draws it. Oh, 
Jesus made myself cry. He draws us closer. Yep. And holds us tighter, mm-hmm. like a shepherd does his sheep. Yep. And re- and remember that this is the what he does for the righteous and not the wicked. And it's not because we in our own self do the right works, but because when we have said yes to Jesus's gift of salvation, then when God looks at us, he sees Jesus's righteousness on us. And so when we can say, yes, we are amongst the righteous because we know that that's the truth in our life. And it's not because we do all the right things. We don't. We mess up, we sin, but we are not counted as the wicked anymore. We are counted as the righteous. And what a beautiful truth that is. That is so awesome. Well, our time's up. (laughs) Pretty close. Pretty close. (laughs) Big overriding thought. Producer DJ Dan, you've been real quiet. (laughs) Well, no, there's this thread that I'm kind of, uh, my brain's been picking at this whole time. And it it starts with with verse 2 there, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. So you you take that and then you look at at the difference um, that we see with, with the tree and the the chaff being you know blown away by the wind and, and it comes to this if you put your trust in man's law and man's you know in what this world has to offer you're never going to be grounded you're never going to be rooted yeah. you're always going to be thrown about by the the next trend the next way of thinking whatever's popular you know we we see it all the time now where people who who at one time thought something was great are now completely against it. Mm-hmm. And, and you just, wow. I've known these people who who don't have that root in, in God. So their entire life is just being bounced from one thing to another. And and then the the only other thing that, that I want to point out was, was going back to that, um, therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of righteous. You hit it right on the head, Mona, that what we do, do our works are not what counts us among the righteous. Right. It's what Jesus did. Yeah. Right. At the same time, because of that, if you're not righteous through Jesus Christ, you can't hide in that congregation. You can't say, well, my mom and daddy did this, yep. or yep. well, yep. I was a really nice person. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the saving grace of Christ and what he did for us. Yeah. Yep. While you're talking in James chapter 1, he said, um, when you ask for something, ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea that's driven and tossed by the wind. That person will receive nothing from the Lord. Mm. He is a double-minded man, mm. unstable in all his ways. Right. Translate it, you will fall for anything. And you're going to be in horrible shape. I mean, I can't imagine right now with everything going on, yeah. not having that rock to depend on. Yeah. Yep. You know, just being tossed about by everything coming out from, it seems like, day to day now. Yeah, right. yeah you know. right. craziness. Right. Ms. Mona? Big well, I just, I'm going to, I was going to flip over to Matthew 7, verse 23. And, um... Well, in 21, he says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. And in 23, he says, then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. And I pray that you're not one that Jesus would look at and say that. Um, Because, you know, how choose now to be one that that Jesus would not say that to. And so choose now to be. Um, amongst the righteous, to be able to be in that congregation of the righteous um, and hold on to these truths. Yeah. Find your being and who you are in Jesus and his word.
Yep. That's sort of my big thought. Yep. Not in the things of the world. Right. world has legit nothing to offer mm-hmm. you. Right. It's always changing, and, and day by day, hour by hour now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just do that. All right. You pray for us. All right. Father, we thank you for um, the truths of your word, and we thank you for um, that we can cling to them yes. and that we can um, learn more about you and that we can learn more about what you desire for us. And so um, may we live the way that you desire for us to live and may we cling to your word and meditate on it and delight in it and um, guard us and keep us that we would not fall into the way of the wicked and so we thank you for um, this time together we thank you for um, the platform that you have given us and we thank you for um, just this ministry and and we pray that those who are listening would um, grow deeper and deeper in their love for you and for your word we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. amen. My name is Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Got my home slice, Miss Mona. Ooh. And producer DJ Dan. Yep, yep. Hey, hey. Ah, another good one. <laughs> All right, your homework. Read Psalm 119 by next week. <laughs> God bless you guys. Bye. <laughs>